0: Hello everyone, Rachel here from the NOIC Godcast, where we offer Wacky Wisdom Weekly from God's Word. On today's episode, we are going to take a look at what discipleship in the home really looks like. So I would assume most of our viewers know that we're to be disciplining at home. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't know what that exactly looks like. Sadly, I think that most parents, or a lot of parents think that by sending their kids to Sunday school, church or if you're a super spiritual parent maybe even a week of church camp Mm. but that's enough
1: we recommend that one
0: (laughs) i mean i recommend all of them. (laughs) that's true true. but specifically (laughs) (laughs) um but it isn't the youth pastor's job to disciple your kids it isn't the sunday school teacher it's it's your job not just maybe once a month having a heart-to-heart talk but the daily discipline Discipling your kids mm-hmm. I'm going to keep getting Discipling and disciplining yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't spell the Microsoft difference. Word
1: uh, Does not like discipleship It wants to yeah. be disciplined I'm yes. like you're very
2: rude <laughs> <laughs> Both I've... are important though Yes, yes,
0: that's, yes. Uh, that's where we're going today
2: yeah. okay. So
0: I think being raised In church my whole life It was almost felt like I came pre-programmed mm-hmm. With basic Bible stories In yeah. my mind And was, I assumed like, that a Download like, like Yeah It's Noah. a girl But you also mistake it As Moses Yeah Every time I don't Not you Sometimes your children. Oh, well, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so I just like you assume that my, I assume that my kids did too. I remember back. It's been a few years that I had said something about like a basic Bible story that I thought every kid knew. And then one of the boys were like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I probably should teach you these things. That's great.
1: Parental honesty right there. You don't see often.
0: Oh, great. We take for granted that our kids should just know something, but we're to be their teachers in life. They don't know how to study God's word, so we need to teach them. They don't know how to pray, so we need to show them. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to serve others, so we need to serve with them. It's easy to pray a prayer asking God to draw them close to him, but then when he tries to use us to do that, we suddenly get uncomfortable and awkward and want someone else to do it for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably the most popular parenting Bible verse, Proverbs 22, 6, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it to train someone to train someone you have to show them how to do it by first doing it yourself. Yep. Our kids often see us down on our our kids should often see us down on our faces getting humble before God. Mm-hmm. They should see us continually in the Bible growing from it. Talk to them about what you read that day. Mm-hmm. We get upset when our kids don't want to share with us and then they keep to themselves, but when was the last time that you openly shared your heart with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you set the stage and open up to them about something that you're struggling with or something that's been on your mind lately, it gets more comfortable for them to see that you're no different than them and you're still learning and growing. Yeah.
1: I don't know if anyone else can feel this, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know my child. Uh, and yes. So bless her, bones. Um, bless her bones. Bless her bones. Bless her bones. And the rest too. Uh, so Just the bones. Like, there's a real thing like child intimidation is a real thing yeah. like I try sharing with that thing but <laughs> she's very judgy and <laughs> makes me well aware that I yeah and <laughs> So do you Doesn't need me I God? just wanted to share with the table that sometimes I'm scared of her. <laughs> is,
3: it, is it that she asks wrong questions?
1: Just like or she like I, I try so hard. Like I really I am intentional with the time I cuz me and her get to spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Um right. with just like we car time is usually when I try to work mm-hmm. those conversations in. Um you know, bedtime we always do a bedtime routine with, you know, Bible story mm-hmm. um she has to share with us ask questions about the Bible story, you know, she prays, who can we pray for, And just different things. But like, I try it, like just in conversations, like telling her things, you know, what what the Lord's doing in our lives, what we're learning, just different things. And and it's just sometimes not well received. Like she just, I don't know.
3: Like she's like blank faced or is it just like, she says something off topic. That's nice.
1: Yeah, basically, (laughs) basically. And I I mean, it's not for, like we're not doing this for popularity with our children. (laughs) sometimes (laughs) Hurt sometimes <laughs> and I just wanted to be make everyone aware of that.
3: <laughs> Listen, I think I told you but the last junior church we had she sat next to me and she's like it was in the middle of Jacob preaching and she sat up she curled up to me and she was like, hey um, when this is over can you remember what Jacob talked about? Because my dad's going to ask me <laughs> what Jacob talked Remember will you tell him.
1: <laughs> and she did. As soon as that door opened, she—I saw—we locked. She ran and jumped in my arms to tell me because she couldn't remember long term. <laughs> but I'm like very, like every Sunday school lesson, yep. every junior church, I'm yep. always asking her, "What did you learn today?" Yep. When we do our Bible story at night, what yep. did we learn yesterday? Like there has to be this—it can't just be in one ear out the other. Yes. Like right. it has to be this sinking in moment. But but again, I think the point you're making here, in all seriousness, yeah. is that. They have to realize that their parents are a disciple Mm -hmm. who's discipling them. And so if if mom and dad come across as having arrived or knowing Mm -hmm. it all, you're never going to be able to instill in them that learning ability. I was uh, told by someone this week, I think, honestly, I've thought so much about it probably one of the greatest compliments I've ever been given in my entire (laughs) life. Um, But this person told me like, the reason we can learn from you is because it's evident that you're learning yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you are a good student. Uh And so I can listen to you as a teacher. And like, that was a really big compliment to me, but that should be like, ultimately what your children see of you is Mm -hmm. like, you are working on your relationship with Jesus. And so I know mom and dad want me to have that same relationship with Jesus. And so instilling that in them, I think is the goal. Um, The book of Galatians says that the goal really for the whole church, but specifically for the parents, one of our goals is to form Christ in you. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what it's all about. That's why I disciple Juliet. That's why we do junior church and Sunday school. That's why we do youth campus because Mm -hmm. we want to form Christ in you. Um, But that looks different for everybody. And that's all different levels and ways and methods, learning styles. You know what I mean? But ultimately don't give up on the forming of Christ.
3: Yeah. There was somebody that came to me last Sunday and was like, just asked me, like it was like the most random thing. Like they were asking about when did Christianity become my own? Like when at that, what point was it like I was in charge of my own yeah. Christianity yeah. Mm-hmm. and like That's for it is. And it was a really like I didn't like expect they're like, hey, Jamie, can you come over here? I'm like, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that because um, we were the correctional dire- generation because my parents weren't in church as kids. So like it wasn't like we were brought up like we were brought up at like a certain age, but it wasn't like a. um like, from birth, you know what I mean? And so, like, we're the correctional. And so, like, I actually didn't have that own, like, self of owning it until I was probably 20, Mm -hmm. you know? And our church was different, too. Like, it was a different time. And so, like, he's like, oh, well, that's really interesting. Like, But, like, that's the thing is he's like, well, how do you make them want it?
1: But I think that's what most churches, most youth ministries miss Mm -hmm. is we're forming them into – little church people we're not forming them in a little christ and there's a very big difference because if you're teaching them the bible stories and teaching them the 10 commandments and teaching them to do churchy things ultimately they're growing up in their parents religion or Mm -hmm. the the religion around them they're not growing up in christ and there's a very big difference one lasts one does not right one is detrimental in fact most i mean we can speak to this in our generation growing up in the same church There have been a multitude who have walked away from church because of that very thing. Mm -hmm. They had someone else's religion and belief system. It never became theirs. It never became their relationship. And it doesn't. It's Mm -hmm. sand that they're building on. And so it won't last. Yeah. That's
0: one of my biggest fears is that we ask the kids questions and they, like, my kids give good answers to things because they've heard the right answers. But, like, that scares me. Right. I don't want them to say the good things. I want them to live it. And I think
1: that one of the, this is a very very small small way but one of the ways i try to because i have that same fear Mm -hmm. one of the small ways i try to combat that is by asking her personal questions about what we're learning so so we're doing lifewise around here we're busy Mm -hmm. life lifewise stuff and so she she gets drug along to a lot of lifewise (laughs) stuff she gets drug along to a lot of things camp church and uh, (laughs) all over the place uh but i try so i you know we were doing lifewise stuff and i so we were in the car and i said baby do you understand what lifewise is and so i told her um because she didn't know. And then uh, I said, well, what do you think about that? And she got real big eyed and she said, we need to tell them about Jesus. Like yeah. she was so like, and she came to me like several weeks later and said, dad, you know what my favorite thing in the world is? It's <laughs> oh, like, God. oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> she said "LifeWise," And I said, why? And yeah. you haven't even been to LifeWise, <laughs> And uh, she said, because I get to tell people about Jesus. And so it was just that, like yep. making it, it wasn't just some ministry we were yep. doing. It wasn't something we were doing. She
2: like, it Understood. wasn't an answer that
3: was being processed. Exactly, it was like the, this is my feeling. This is yeah. the internal. This is what
2: yep. I think for myself. Yep. I think mm-hmm. that coming from a school background, like it's interesting that you guys talk about how like you don't want your kid, like you don't want to come across as being a finished product mm-hmm. yeah. to your child, which because yeah. you're not a finished right. project, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're still learning and everything, but that is so like the opposite of what like normal. Education right. is because yeah, right. in, in in teaching yeah. anything else besides the Bible, it's better if you come across like you the know everything, everything yeah. You know what I'm like. I have the answer to every question yep. you could yep. possibly have, which then makes your student confident that right. like I can come to you and you know the answer. Yep. You know what I mean.
1: Which I think is all the more important.
2: I think we talked about this last week, or at some point we've talked Tended about this before, life. But,
1: like, just deflecting that confidence in Christ. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. saying, you know what? Yeah. I don't know it all, but I do know
2: the one who knows it all. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if, if I ever shared this on the podcast before, but this was around Christmas season. And um, we had one girl. I forgot what ailment she had. Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, below 40 degrees, she couldn't go outside with the other mm-hmm. kids. Okay? So, like... It was at the end of the day, and they were all outside waiting for the bus. And she went to go to the door, and I said, you need to stay in the foyer because if you go out there and get too cold, your hips are going to give out. Yeah. You know, It's, it's going to be a whole problem, you know what I mean, getting on the bus. And I expected an argument out of her, but she didn't argue. She, she kind of just stood there. And then she turned around and looked at me, and she goes, do you think Santa Claus can fix my hip? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in that business. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not in the hair business. He's in the, like, you know. Oh, that's great. Right? <laughs> and uh, she just kind of got like a rejected. Yeah. Like, yeah. and like, so, and, like her mind, like, if Santa Claus can't do it, I have no hope yeah. of getting yeah. my hip fixed. Yeah. And I said to her, but i know who can fix your hair right mm-hmm. and she turns around and looks at me and she's like who and i'm like jesus and then she kind of got another dejected look <laughs> as if i would have said like godzilla because she's just like jesus like yeah. what are you talking about you you know what i mean and then the bus pulled up so i didn't have a full conversation conversation about it you know with her but Situations like that make me like super excited yeah. to do life wise because I'm like, here's a kid who I don't know if you have kids who still believe. Maybe you want to like pause this. At this <laughs> time. He's like, not real. Yeah. Just no, like no. A band-aid. Okay, shrimp it up. Like <laughs> so, like, there are kids who are believing in a fictional yeah. character that's like saying, Can Snoopy fix my. But he is real. I met him, I've given him a hug. <laughs>
0: You've never yeah. met Santa? I've never given him
2: a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but but my, my point is is that like clearly there's no like yeah. discipleship going on yeah. in that home, okay? But my point is, is is that if you don't teach, if you don't disciple your kids, the world's gonna disciple Absolutely. them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Y- 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 you know what I mean? I think one of the, uh, kind of one of the cool things you're bringing up um,
1: is like you can't sometimes discipling means sharing hard truth that's Mm -hmm. unpopular and doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like telling them Santa Claus isn't real. Um, We were, yesterday as a family, we were doing something and uh, Juliet asked a question about a certain holiday Mm -hmm. uh, with pumpkins and things. Uh, And asked like, why don't we like celebrate that? And this is not an episode about that. Okay, don't write (laughs) us hate mail. But she asked, why don't we celebrate that? And and my wife stepped up. I didn't have to answer. (laughs) She said, uh, do you think Jesus would like that? Like think Jesus would play with witch dolls and like things yeah. like that. And I'm like, well, good approach there. Just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and yeah. Juliet said, yeah. Juliet thought of it and She said, "No." But what I got out of that was that sometimes you can't know the goodness of God, you can't know the richness of Christ until you know the emptiness of everything else. Yes. and so it is painful to learn the emptiness of. Halloween, or Christmas, yes. or Santa, or or video games, yep. or secular this or that and the other. It's mm-hmm. sometimes painful to learn the emptiness of those things, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to learn that emptiness before you can find the fullness of Christ and yes. the richness of Christ. And that's what yes. I want for my kid is that understanding of just how rich it is to follow Jesus and that desire to forsake all to follow him.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So we... Um we should have a de- family devotion time, not like us, but like people <laughs> in general. <laughs> we can meet daily. I don't think so. We've seen our schedules. Yeah. Uh, I know life is crazy and it's hard to keep a schedule, but I think that like most people have some time in your day where you're together as a family, and if you mm-hmm. can just stick a simple little Bible reading or devotion in there, um, for us, we almost never miss family meal. We always have a family dinner at the table almost every single night, and so that's where we find the best. Um, fit in our devotion. Sometimes it's, it's really short. Sometimes it opens up conversations and they ask lots of questions. Doesn't matter how organized or profound it is. It's just important to be in a unity as a family, growing mm-hmm. deeper in Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was reading a book called Visionary Parenting by Dr. Rob. Is it Renow? Renow. 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 I would recommend the book. Run. And uh, I just thought it was God's timing that I read the chapter titled um, Disciple Discipline this month. Discipline. Yeah, it's, the whole title is not up there. Um, it's a great book, like Josh said. I, I highly recommend you guys to read that book. Um, I think it's more obvious that when talking about discipling our kids, we're thinking of teaching them to read and pray. Like I think that's kind of the obvious thing. But the book talked about how even dis- discipline, we should be discipling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Discipline can be a very sticky subject to some, but when we discipline through discipleship, it just it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, discipline in discipleship. I hope I don't say that too many more times. It's just very hard to say. <laughs> um, it isn't just about having kids do good things. Yeah. If I ask Kason to do the dishes after supper and he says, "Fine, I'll do it," and then he slams every dish down that he washes, he did what I asked, but he has a heart issue. Absolutely, it's easier to either just jump on him, and be like Kason, knock it off. You know that you're not allowed to act that way, or just ignore him because at least he's doing what I asked.
2: Ooh. so <sighs> that's that is so sticky mm-hmm. because. Uh I used to be of the camp of when you tell a kid a student to do something mm-hmm. and they do it, that's a win, one hundred percent win. Okay, like if they stomp away from you and huff yeah. and puff, as long as they did what you said to do. Yeah. It was a win. Yeah, y- you know.
1: I think the difference is whether God's the head of your household or you want to be the head of your yes. household, that's and true. that's what we're missing here. Is that because I, we? I think we grew up in that generation. Like I don't know, like the '90s sitcom. You know, like I just not like, We grew up in that situation <laughs> where, off, where yeah, like exactly. <laughs> that's that's not the 90s, exact, 90s.
2: That's like the.
1: 70s. No, that was police brutality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> CJ, you have to edit that out. Uh, anyhow, but like, there's just this. Like, as long as they, d- as long as they listen to me, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Elsewise, but the goal, parents, is not to get your kid to do what you want.
3: Yeah, right. which may
1: be a shell shock to most. Like, that's not the goal of parenting. No. Right. The goal mm-hmm. of parenting in a Christian household should be showing them how God sees this yeah. and desiring Him to build his word build his life in them through their actions and attitudes so if you get to the point where they're listening to you but they're doing it out of a genuine desire to please god Mm -hmm. that's discipling discipline like that that's the difference and i feel like a lot of times though we grew up in like i still see it around here like we Mm -hmm. just as long as they do what i say it doesn't i win that's
0: not healthy (laughs) not. i mean too though i mean in theory like looking at it like from the biblical perspective they're not respecting you if they're Stomping yeah, off in. Right. You know what I mean? Not yeah, respecting right. your authority. And then if they don't respect your authority, they're probably not going to respect authority out in the right. world. So, mm. like, it's just kind of like a tumbling mess of. Uh, yeah. Poo. Not
1: <laughs> There's our camp shirts for next year. Brought to you by the NOIC cat, kind of, um, of running from it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's a good opportunity to sit with them, let them know they're not in trouble, and just ask what's going on. Why are you upset? And, and have a heart to heart with them. When we have our kids. Who do what we ask, but they have a bad attitude. There's a deeper heart issue that needs to be looked at, just kind of like what Josh was saying. Um, Go ahead. I cheated, and like I have like a big thing from the book that I'm reading, and that's mine. I see. That's my counter. My book to
1: read from. I I was thinking of the story Jonah. Like, do we realize God was Jonah's? father mm-hmm. ultimately like mm-hmm. is that fair like go do this and he's like, yeah no, I and do like, but do, do we realize that so god is sovereign god could have mm-hmm. picked jonah up by his collar and dropped him in nineveh and that was the end of that story yeah. and god would have been winner because jonah did what that god is, said right, whether exactly. he liked it or not yep. <clears throat> but god allowed jonah to not do what god said mm-hmm. three times really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kept like and and like the end of the story really doesn't help my analogy but you get what i'm saying <laughs> like It should should speak volumes to us as parents that God as a father allowed Jonah to choose no Mm -hmm. and keep choosing no. And his attitude kept getting worse and kept getting worse. Mm -hmm. God allowed that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not saying let your kids go do whatever they want and back talk you and not do anything you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. But there is a grace there Mm -hmm. that I feel like we overlook as parents. Well,
0: I think that that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned as a parent is that like – I don't know, we grew up like before dad was a preacher and stuff. Like I feel like mom and dad were very yelly parents. They mm-hmm. they yelled a lot, Love you, Mom and Dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she whispers that <laughs> Thank you <for> again. <laughs> um, so they were yelly. Yeah, they liked to oh, yell right, a
0: okay. bit. And um and so like mm-hmm. I would yell at my kids a lot and then one day it just like hit me like, God's like, Have I ever yelled at you? like when well, no. Ironically, having, um, uh, this has it. been
1: like something I've really been learning personally a lot lately mm-hmm. um actually heard this when i went to d6 back in april uh but it's just been something that i'm really struggling with lately mm-hmm. um but whenever someone bumps into you so like metaphorically like not actually at walmart mm-hmm. uh good oh. job james what
0: if they get in your car you get in their car. That's not the
1: story for now <laughs> um, when someone bumps into you, so they just they irk you they annoy mm-hmm. you they mm-hmm. you, they don't listen to you what spills out of you and like that really hits home for me because i'm just like rachel like a lot of times it's easy to just let your parents spill out of you or like yelling spill out of you or a bad attitude spill out of you, mm-hmm. or back talk or sarcasm. Just let that spill out of you. But like that should not be the reaction of a Christian, especially to our kids. Right. And, and it should be whenever Julia just, ooh, she does it. <laughs> what should spill out of me should be Jesus. Yep. Like that should be what she should. That would speak more volume to her mm-hmm. than almost any Bible story. I could read her yep. or right. make her memorize. Now the Bible is important. That's not what I'm getting at, but showing them yep. what the Bible says should be speaks a lot more volume than quoting a verse. Yeah. Does that make I sense? I think that when
2: you allow the Bible or the Spirit, if I may, to spill out of you verses, because like you can read as many Bible stories as mm-hmm. anything else to them, and they could be soaking you know, all that in, and like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. But then the minute that you spew out of them something mm-hmm. not biblical, their perception of you is like, you talk all of this Bible stuff, mm-hmm. and you have me study, but Look at you. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't believe it. And
1: I think that that's the importance of, and I think that's something that's really just lacking in most parenting relationships. Again, that concept of daddy messed up. Daddy mm-hmm. got that wrong. Daddy's still learning too. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not perfect. and I don't have it all right. And Jesus, you know, he forgives me. I He gives me grace. And so I also give you grace. And just admitting that failure and shortcoming as a parent. Well, and I think
3: that's the reason why a lot of, our generation left
1: Yeah, is because Hypocrisy. their, parents, yeah, their, their yeah. parents weren't living that yep.
3: they were telling them to be this certain way on Sunday. And then when, as soon as they went home, it was yeah. a totally different story. Yep. And I think that's the, that's what, um, uh, the person that was asking me that question last week that we just came to the like conclusion. There is no fail safe as far as like kids are going to choose what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like once they turn, you know, 18, 20, whatever, they're going to make that decision. All you can do is be Jesus to them. Yep. And yes, if, you, if you if um, you in in that because we aren't Jesus because we're not perfect you have to prove to them that you're not perfect yeah. as far as like you have to go to them and be like okay yeah I, I know this was wrong I know what I did was wrong I am so sorry I did that and that's not just because you messed up doesn't mean that you're forever messed up does that make sense right. and so mm-hmm. I think that's the problem with me like no, I don't my kid's not old enough he doesn't care
1: oh give it time he will he will care.
3: <laughs> But like, even with these kids, cause I'm responsible for these kids just as much as you guys do you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so if, there's been times that i've had to go and apologize to case and and to Juliet, to kari because i snapped on something because they were doing something and they ran into something after i told them a thousand times not to touch it you know what i mean and i snapped and i have i've had to go to them and be like i am so sorry that is not the way i should have talked to you
1: honestly though like let's take the kids out of it that should be for all of us yeah it doesn't matter how yeah. old they are yeah. <laughs> we right. should be genuine enough and humble enough to admit when we're wrong i had the exact same thing with a 70 year old Old, they may not be that old. Uh, I should not say ages. A person from our church that I got a little short with, and I had to go apologize to him for that exact same thing. What spilled out of me was not Jesus, and that was wrong of me, and I apologize. That should be how the church culture works. Like that's what the Bible tells us to be, and that's so
2: foreign. Like we keep our little perfect, you know, images. That yeah. So like, as I'm sitting here, like listening to this, like, so if you're Applying this to a wor- a real world situation, mm-hmm. which is you know part of our goal here, is, is that if you're always uh, having Christ spill out of you, okay, mm-hmm. the world is going to look at you like you're soft or there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? You get that? If that was my kid, yeah. Yeah. Y- y- yeah. you know what I mean? Or even like among uh, people your own age, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and they look at you like. I can't believe you let them talk to you yeah. like that. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? you? You know what I mean? Because they don't see the long game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like all yeah. they see is that very moment. Yeah. Like they don't see the like, Oh, so this means that means yeah. that means that means mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that goes back
1: again to Jesus's example. He was meek and lowly, which mm-hmm. meekness means power under restraint. And so to be a parent who doesn't bite your kid's head off and put them in their place, mm-hmm. but who works with them and shows them Jesus that takes a lot more power yeah. and restraint than just smacking them upside the head yeah. and say go to your room yep. you know what i mean and so right. yeah it appears weak but it's very much meek which yeah. is not weakness meekness is not weakness right it's power under restraint yep.
2: and all i right, think just, read your oh. book <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so <laughs> you all looked at me like <laughs> no but like so just in in my job in nature and then i have friends right mm-hmm. who have kids and like one of the things that struck me about being around you guys mm-hmm. and your kids is just how like uh loving and calm you are like, I don't think I've ever seen any of you raise your voice at your He's never kids been here. <laughs> <laughs> but like i i was just thinking like earlier today uh juliet was like running around yeah. right and she kind of looked over at jenny and Jenny's mouthed like three words to her, and she just straightened right mm-hmm. up. You know, you know what I mean. And it wasn't like you know, like like that's like you know, your mom has that look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It makes you stop. It wasn't that look yeah. that made her stop. It was just, you know what I mean. Yeah. A, almost a, a calming effect of yeah. whatever she understood what Jenny was right. saying to her, and it was a calming effect on her. Yeah, and I think that if more parents could apply that loving calming effect to their kid when they're younger. Yeah. Okay. Then when they get older, it sticks with them. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Because like giving them like the mean mug look, okay, just is just telling them is, is that if you don't stop what you're doing, something terribly bad is gonna happen yeah. to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's not a good way to have your kid no. thinking.
1: Yeah. I do think it's important to bring up that
2: we're not so much talking about
1: the method of discipline. Does that yeah, make yeah, sense? No. Mm-hmm. Like, I the full, like the Bible says, spare not the rod. Like, I fully believe in doing that still. Yes. Um, and that's where we'll leave that. Yeah. I'm just going to hate mail. I said, no Halloween and whoopings. <laughs>
2: uh, there's your title. My no Santa. On my because
0: it to be mine.
1: Sabotage. <laughs> there's your title, Sabotage and Santa. <laughs>
0: Anyhow,
2: you can call um, this episode Myth. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> Busters. <laughs> so,
0: yes, <he> Busters.
2: <laughs> that's good.
1: Uh, so anyhow, I, it's not so much about the discipline method. No. It's about the heart behind the discipline. Like yes. I fully believe Jesus gave the example of tough love and yeah. discipline. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, like even in Peter and his sorrow after the, the, the chicken thing, yeah. like there was some, like that was some tough love. Like if you would, that was some whooping on, on Peter. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're not so much saying like coddle them to Christ. Like yeah. that's not yeah. what we're saying. Now, in disciplining, you need to be loving in your yes. discipline. So, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. And so, I yes. just think it's important to bring that up that you need to, yes, be the parent. Like, yes. we have enough parents in this world who are not being the parent. Be yeah. the parent, yeah. discipline the child. But in doing that, consider how God views this. Do it as God would, yeah, as right. the father.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, how he parents you, because he ultimately is your father. That's how you exactly are. Exactly right. Yes.
1: Right. Yep. Good point. Yep. That's the Bible says that's how we know we're loved is by mm-hmm. a chastisement, by the whoopins. Yep. And so your child, if you don't discipline them, they're reading into that that you don't love them enough to discipline them. Yeah. Yep. Yet he also gives us grace, which proves his love. And so it's 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 both. Yep. Yep.
0: I digress. Mm. All right. Before I get to my hate mail. <laughs> Do you <though? laughs> Ultimately, our job is to point them to Jesus. I'm going to read a little bit of the book, um, and we're going to call it a considerable quote. Oh, I see. I can't fit that on our graphic for the week. I'm so sorry. You can pick us a sentence from it. (laughs) (laughs) Worldly discipline cares primarily about the behavior. As long as the child cleans her room and does a reasonable job, she can grumble and complain about it all she wants. But as Christian parents, we need to consider our key scripture in Deuteronomy 6, which calls us back to the priority of the heart. Love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. The ultimate goal of godly discipline is to impress your child's heart. The correction of the outward behavior may be the starting point of discipline, but it It must not be the ending point. Mm -hmm. If your child punches his brother in the mouth, something in his heart calls him to do it. If your child is using drugs or alcohol, there's a reason in his heart for doing it. So then I also cheated. And oh, wow. You really did. My did featured content is, well, I thought I was talking about it's it so much. Book. It is it really, really is good. This book. is, I think, the older version that I read. Okay. So I think there is a newer version. I, I think him and his wife went and did together. But okay. this is the other one, the older one. But Visionary Parenting by Dr. Rob. Um, you can
1: extend that even more. They do have a podcast. Okay. Uh, so you can check out the oh, um, wow. I don't know if it's called Family Visionary Parenting. It may be.
0: It's visionary something.
1: Yeah, it's visionary. But if you type in Rob bernau in yeah. the podcast app, you can find yep. it. But great podcast. Great, great, great couple. Great family. I've met them personally, met their family. I shared this with Rachel. Uh, one of the seminars I went to that he was speaking at. His kids handed out the papers and the pens. And, like, mm-hmm. you go to most of these, it's just like the professional up front with no, like, it just spoke volumes that yeah. he's talking about family. And here's his family involved yeah. in ministry. And yeah. yeah. so, yeah. highly recommend the fam- yeah. this this book and the it's podcast. A, it's a great book. You know how to recommend the family. I recommend <laughs> the family <laughs> too. If you're looking <laughs> for one, <laughs> they have lots of kids. They may let you join. I don't know. Uh,
0: just show up at their dinner. Like, <laughs> I always
1: recommended to your family. Uh, do you mind switching
2: over? Do
0: you have any reservations for <laughs> uh, uh, Do you know that I was week's trivia?
3: Yes. It was. Uh, I think it was a six, six years old.
2: Wow! wow. What was the question? How, was, old?
3: how old? How old was the youngest graduate of high school? How young was
1: the
2: youngest? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was Oh, okay. How old? Well,
0: how old. <laughs> like how old they were? Wow, six six, six that years that old. Six years old. Yep. I was lucky to graduate by whatever age I was.
2: Yes, <laughs> you. graduated so,
0: early, six uh, months early, a year early. He was six months <laughs> early. He was six months. <laughs> I was better than him. <laughs> Didn't offer it at that time. I don't think. Well, he was already like in his senior year when we decided to do it. Family Vision,
2: Family Vision podcast. Family Vision.
1: Thank you, CJ. Yeah. See you all are Nonsense. It just means business. Family <laughs> yeah. Vision. But I'm pretty sure it was A. Family.
0: I pretty sure it was A. Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> so much. My God.
0: <going> <laughs> uh, so this week's trivia is: How many times is the word "disciple" in the Bible? Hmm. A. Fourteen. B. Twenty-nine. C. Fifty-seven. Or D. One hundred and thirty-two.
2: Mm. 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 I haven't thought. They're all
0: that. weird numbers. Like, There's no, like, even.
1: You want another title for your podcast? Oh, no.
0: My oh. podcast?
1: D- Paul <laughs> pod day CJ My
0: podcast. He's not
1: wrong. I wear these every Sunday. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, the funny thing is... <laughs> they, is they, like, didn't Paul, they didn't receive- hear CJ's <laughs> so like, I wear these every Sunday.
1: <laughs> oh, we made it so far.
0: <laughs> Did we? No. Yeah. Uh, so... Birthdays. Yes, Let's birthday. do those. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll say a happy birthday to Missy Hammock, Aaliyah Kraminski, Xavier Branham, Terry Allen, Lily and Bo Piles, and Tiffany France. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, no. no mail. Okay.
1: Please write us. We miss you.
0: Even if it's hate mail. Or Even like, if it's hate mail, we'll yeah. read yeah. it. It'll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll really good. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Well, stay tuned for next week. Make sure to like, share, comment, and uh, we'll see ya. When we see (laughs) you. Bye. will be next
2: week. Bye.
3: (laughs) Oh, listen. I was making the macaroni and I kept on throwing the noodles everywhere. I couldn't (laughs) stop.
2: I don't know. I (laughs) I would would just be constantly falling like, I am not doing good. (laughs)